Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. And we're jumping into today's podcast. But before we do, just got a couple quick shout outs. First and foremost, as always, this episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop. You can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop check out all the great programs services we got going on like our pro coach program our kudos program our fitness and nutrition vault program um, you can also go to lofclothing.com for all of our great designs and items all that good stuff and a quick shout out to kudos fit you guys have been hearing me talk about the kudos program that we have and it is brought to you by kudos.fit Um, That's a partnership we have had over the last now going on three months, and I'm really excited about just the ongoing progress and progression there. The Kudos Fit program was developed with the idea of mine of keeping clients safe, but also in a lot of lines on what Life of a Fighter stands for in our Pro Coach program of being able to deliver an amazing service and product to clients virtually and ideally spreading to worldwide. So again, that's kudos fit. You can go to lifeofafighter.com, check out the get started tab, or you can click on our link below um, with my kudos fit referral link. That'll bring you over and you'll get a discount as well on the first month. So you get $25 off your first month. And then it's just $95 a month after that. Um, I'm actually all booked up for June. I'm opening for slots in July. But If you want to get started right away, again, use the link below, get $25 off your first month, and you can get started with another coach besides myself that's a part of the Life of a Fighter Approved Network. If you want to get started with me, again, do the same thing, but we'll just probably get you going um, a little bit later. Because again, I open up 10 spots every month, and they've been filling up really, really quick, So, which is a great thing, but unfortunately, there's going to be limited spaces available. All right, with all that being said, we're going to dive into a little bit more of the psychological side of athletic performance and really just training in general. And the two topics I really wanted to touch on was how should positive and negative reinforcement be applied and also how we can use um, arousal techniques for athletes and when to use them. So first, positive and negative reinforcement. How should they be applied? So first, Coaches should generally subscribe to a reinforcement strategy to assist athletes in focusing on what they do correctly. So obviously, we want to reinforce positive behaviors, the correct behaviors. So for example, let's say I'm running a Muay Thai, I'm running my Muay Thai program over here at Road Combat Club, and I've been working on um, our flow of the month, which last month was a combination of jab into a low kick. Your partner is going to check, switch, return. You're going to then catch that check return kick 
and then pull a buy and go into a sweep. So let's say we got everything down and that's a correct um, behavior and technique. I want to reinforce that behavior with something positive. So I'm not going to punish them by doing that. I'm actually going to positively reinforce it with something like, for example, praise or high five or actually maybe give them something like, hey, you know what? That was a great flow. I'm going to give you 10 minutes of private time with me after class so we can get some more pad work in because I'm really proud of all the work that you've been putting in. Something like that. On the other side, the negative, the punishment should be used sparingly as it increases the likelihood that athletes will focus on what they are doing incorrectly. So if let's say um, it's towards the end of the month and let's say we have three uh, classes at night every week that I've had someone come to, so that's 12 classes a month and 10 out of those 12 classes, I've been using this positive reinforcement, but let's say two of those classes, I'm going to use some uh, negative kind of feedback or punishment. Okay. And the idea behind that is that we want to use it sparingly so it doesn't become watered down. And again, it doesn't change the focus from what they're doing right to what they're doing wrong. We just want to address it and then kind of deter or or steer them away or um, detour them from doing that incorrect behavior. So for example, let's say they're kind of, you know, just mentally checking out or just kind of talking too much during the combo. And that's where I notice, hey, you know what, you're getting this wrong because you're talking too much. So I'm going to punish them and saying, hey, you know what, we're going to do an extra round of interval sprints on the bag, or we're going to do something that's going to be not so fun or a negative consequence. Not so that again, I don't do that every class. So they focus on that incorrect behavior, but just so it addresses what's been done wrong. And then when they do it right, we positively reinforce that. So under conditions that promote a narrow focus of attention, positive reinforcement aids a focus on task-relevant cues. So when we're positively reinforcing, it's going to bring in whatever task is going on, and that's what we want to bring the attention to, versus punishment floods attentional capacity with a predominance of task-irrelevant cues. So we're thinking about things that are irrelevant to the task, whether it's you know, oh shit, I'm worried about doing this wrong and now I'm getting nervous and now I'm going to get anxious because shit coach is watching and what if I fuck up? He's going to get mad at me and I'm going to get punished. We don't want that sequence and that spiral effect to kick into place. So I thought that was really important. And again, there's a lot of little kind of definitions and branches we can dive into here, but I thought this was kind of a main one of 80 to 90% of the time, it should be positive reinforcement focused and positive reinforcement based. Um, And challenging yourself as a coach or really as an athlete or just anyone that's in the gym to look for the positives and focus on those and take away the correct behavior versus constantly looking at the incorrect behavior. Not to say you ignore the incorrect or wrong behavior, but we're going to sparingly address it with negative punishment or or a punishment-related kind of cue and really focus more on the positive reinforcement and the correct things that we're doing. Another thing that tends to happen, and I think it's really important for athletes especially, but really anyone just fitness related, whether it's going to the gym is like, for example, let's say you take pre-workout before the gym. If you take pre-workout before the gym, um, three hours before, it's not going to have the same impact as you take it 30 minutes before. The same thing for our arousal system. So we want to utilize certain arousal techniques to get our body primed for exercise at the right time and then also get our body deconditioned uh, or not deconditioned but really kind of um, transitioned away and synced over to a relaxation standpoint. So an athlete should employ arousal reduction techniques when performing a new skill or one that is complex or when performing in high pressure situations. So again, let's talk about that arousal reduction. What does that mean? So you're trying to reduce the anxiety. You're trying to reduce the stress, uh, reduce the adrenaline. So arousal 
can be utilized in both a positive or a negative state or um, again, really let's just stay positive and negative or um, looking at arousal in and of itself. So we're creating a response for our systems so that we can either peak our performance and everything's tuned in and we're really peaked out. The downside to that is, again, our adrenal system can get fired up and then overly taxed and then it can be overwhelming and that's where stress can come into play. Or we can control it and do an arousal reduction, whether it's with breathing or with music or a combination of both or mindset or psychology talks or a sports psychologist or a quote unquote um, hypnosis. Any one of those variables can do um, an arousal reduction and allow you to get in the right state. Again, when looking for new skills or a more complex skill or performing a high-pressure situation. That's when you want to implement and utilize that arousal reduction technique. Now, athletes should employ arousal enhancement techniques when executing simple skills, ones that are well-learned or in situations of minimal pressure. So again, we want to heighten the arousal system when we're really executing simple that's not going to be deterred or take our mind off too much, or one that's already been well-learned, well-conditioned. So if I already got this kind of flow locked down, the flow of the month, I got it locked down, boom, I can really crank up my arousal system and just drill it and drill it and hammer it and get my conditioning down. Or when there's a minimal pressure situation, when I'm by myself just hitting the bag, that's why I can really crank up my arousal system. Then we can also look at the purpose of employing such techniques is to allow the athlete to perform with an unburdened mind while matching his or her mental and physical intensity to the demands of the task. So again, when we were talking about the first uh, kind of checkpoint of if it's a new skill or one that's complex, we want to reduce arousal so that we can actually focus on the skill and take it in and properly execute. If it's something that we're more comfortable with, that's where we can crank up our arousal systems and techniques so that we can really just hammer it home and condition it and get locked in that way. So that's something that I think that was really important that I I don't think it really just gets talked about enough. The psychology behind it, the, the arousal techniques, the, the breathing that we can utilize, the music that we can utilize, and, and how your body's going to respond. So whether it's diaphragmatic breathing, whether it's uh, progressive muscle relaxation, whether it's systematic desensitization, whether it's autogenic training, all of these are different tools and techniques we can utilize to put our body in the proper arousal state for whatever it is that we're going to learn. So I'm not going to dive too much into all of those. What I really wanted to do is just introduce you to the idea, really just introduce you to the arousal technique and to the thought process behind that. So think about it. When you're going in for training, especially as an athlete, you're learning a new skill, relax a little bit. When you're going into something that you've already done before and you feel really confident in it, that's where you can crank yourself up and get really excited and just hammer it home um, and, and just think about that transition. Or let's take it for going into the gym. If it's your first day executing a new lift program, maybe don't get as anxious or as aroused or have that arousal crank up as much. You want to do an arousal reduction because you're learning the new technique. You want to make sure you're executing with proper technique and, and proper form. Because let's say you take this pre-workout and you take two scoops and you normally take one and you're actually um, increasing your arousal. 
the chances of you potentially screwing up the technique or missing something or skipping a beat or adding on more weight than when you probably should is greater than if you just kind of reduce the arousal and reduce those um, systems and really just lock down the technique and get your body to properly respond, the neuromuscular connections properly firing. And then let's say two, three sessions in a week or two later, that's where you can start to really then take an extra pre-workout scoop or really increase your arousal response so that your body can take advantage of something that you feel more confident with if that makes sense. So again, a little bit into the psychology, a little bit more into the positive and negative reinforcement and punishments, and then the arousal techniques. If you guys want to hear more about um, the different options we have for both positive and negative reinforcement and punishment, as well as different arousal techniques, let me know. I Maybe I'll go into another kind of part two or another episode diving into that. But for now, that's what we're going to wrap it up with. And again, This podcast has been brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop, as well as our Kudos program. Again, the Kudos program, you can check out with the link below or go to lifeofafighter.com. Click on Get Started. Um, Again, it's an amazing program that you can do for $95 a month if you use my link below. Or you could just mention that Life of a Fighter sent you. You get $25 off your first month. So that's $70 for your first month. And then you get $95 a month after that. And the best part to this program is it's not just training. You get a custom training plan by either myself or another one of the great coaches. That's Life of a Fighter approved. A great nutrition plan and protocol. But also, if for whatever reason, the first 30 days you're not happy, you have a guaranteed money back. I'm sorry, money back guarantee. I like to just reverse words apparently. So you, if you, whatever, if it's the $70 or 95, it should be obviously the $70 unless you guys don't like saving money and you don't want to use the link below and you just go to kudos fit and that's fine. Um, you're going to get your money back for whatever reason. We're not going to argue with you. We're not going to worry about it. I've really only had one, um, I want to say it's one, maybe two out of well over three or four dozen now clients that have been doing the program. And mostly because of just um, scheduling and I think a little bit of confusion of what the program is. So let me be clear, guys. This is not an actual in-person trainer that's going to meet you at the gym. This is a virtual training program. So we're going to write up your programs for you. We're going to deliver them on a daily basis. We're going to make sure that you have the nutrition plan in place. But again, this is all virtually done. Now, if you do want to work with a trainer in person, we do have a network for that. We can recommend you to people. And even I do have some clients that I work with in town in Asheville that use the kudos program that I also train with them. But most of our coaches are going to be virtually assisting you. Um, So that's something you just want to double check on. And I want to make sure I avoid all that confusion in the future. For whatever reason, I think we had some uh, two, I think it was two, one or two people just got a little confused with that. So anyways, that's my spiel. Thank you guys. I'm about to get to bed because it's late. It's been a long day, but I want to make sure I got this podcast out to y'all. Pace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.